The TV Podcast. This Is Your Life might be coming back with Jonathan Ross. Uh, the show first appeared in 1952 and ran for more than 40 series in the UK. Mike, are you excited? I think they're going to struggle because who's left? Well, there's many people still alive there, in the showbiz world. There's David Attenborough and Angela Rippon, who else? Now, the new show will retain the original elements, including the big red book, but they're planning new ways of surprising the celebrities. Any ideas on how they can do this? They're going to have to update it. You can't surprise people with a big red book. You're going to have to surprise them with a Kindle. A big red Kindle? No, a small Kindle. That's the point. They're very portable. And they've got a large storage on the Kindle, so you could have the life story <laughs> of maybe 20,000, 30,000 different celebrities all on the one Kindle. You don't need separate books. So Jonathan Ross turns up at Bobby Davro's house... With a Kindle. ..with his small red Kindle. Yeah. This is great TV. I watch it. Now, are you worried that it might be full of reality stars like Joey Essex and Honey G? Because a lot of the greats are no longer with us. Well, when they had Norman Wisdom on, they were able to say... Oh, here's this film from 1927. You know, this was your big breakthrough film, Norman Wisdom. Now they're going to have to say, so your first shot to fame when you had sex with a bottle in the garden on Big Brother. Here's a clip. Uh, now, I was a big fan of the last version with Michael Aspel, but they really struggled towards the end. And I remember one episode with Maureen Reese. Uh, Do you the, remember her from the, driving yes. school? She was the first kind of reality star, yeah. weren't she? Because she couldn't drive properly. What do you talk about? Look, Maureen, is your next door neighbour. Look, it's John. <laughs> he wants to know where his streamer is. And stop going on about driving. You can drive now. Just get on with it. Thank you for your uninformed opinion. Five Star have commissioned a new reality show called Bad Teen <laughs> to Ballroom Queen. In the show, eight badly behaved teenagers with asbos will attempt to change their lives by learning how to ballroom dance. Mike, is this going to work? Right, first off, Chuck, the last thing you want to do with out-of-control teenagers who are into <laughs> burglary is get them physically fitter <laughs> because they can climb higher and higher ladders. Channel 5 have promised fights and foxtrots. That sounds exciting. I've actually watched the first one of this. Shall we say they're not the out-of-control teenagers that I see in the car park of Sainsbury's in Stoke. They're the out-of-control <laughs> teenagers of Cheshire and Kent. Now, if this works, do you think this is something the prison system should consider? Well, if, if reports are true, life in prison is one big cha-cha. Have you been reading the Daily Mail again? Yeah. I've told you about that. But um, seriously, rather than lock up these teens, send them away for a week with Len Goodman. Who knows what could happen? Just follow the rules and you won't get hurt. Channel 5 have announced that they might be bringing back Bullseye. The iconic game show ran for almost 15 years and was hosted by the legendary Jim Bowen. Mike, is this going to work? I'd love to see Bully come back. Uh, it wasn't a great format. That's not what it was about. It was about the talent of the host at the centre of it. Someone who has um, a comics imagination. If it's going to be five writers, an autocue and somebody off the telly, I think it might struggle. Now, Bullseye was, of course, famous for its prizes. Whenever you see a random speedboat on a street corner in Stoke, you know that person has appeared on Bullseye. But what are they going to give away today? Amazon gift vouchers. See, that's not a speedboat. No, it'll kind of be an anticlimax when they come out with some digital download vouchers, won't it? The show is also famous for its contestants. There was there was something quite Dickensian about them. You know when you watch the old reruns on Challenge TV and it doesn't look like it's from the 80s. It looks like it's from the 1880s. It really does. When Jim tries to talk to them, they're a bit nervous, mm. a bit low-key. They haven't really got a funny story. Yes. And I think, good, 
Now, I think most people would agree Jim Bowen really was the best thing about it. And they don't make hosts like that anymore. He really genuinely cared about the contestants. He would ask them questions about where they worked. He would ask them if they were unemployed. He made them feel comfortable, but he was also hilarious. Jim used to have a certain compassion for people because he came from where they came from. He wasn't Oxbridge-educated living in Hoxton. He, that isn't who he was. And so when someone comes on and says, you know, well, the steel industry near me has collapsed, Jim, so, you know, I'm still looking for work. I have been for 18 months. Jim says, oh, that sounds blooming awful. Let's try and win you a few quid, pal. So what other game shows would you like to bring back? I would love to bring back the Golden Shot. Do you remember that? Yeah, this is where people ring up. It was the first truly interactive game show. They blindfolded a cameraman and they attached a crossbow to it his It was the camera. 70s. It These was, things it, yeah, it was. And then people would phone in and he would have to shoot an arrow into an apple. It was a health and safety nightmare. Bob Monkhouse was phenomenal yeah. on that show. I would bring that back. And again, same story as before. You know, rubbish format, brilliant host. Oi, I like that format. I would bring that back. Well, if, if you don't do it, Sky will. Another day closer to being dead. E4 have just launched a new series called Five Star Hotel. In the show, some of Britain's biggest reality stars have taken over a hotel in Greece for eight weeks. Mike, will you be watching? Uh, no, Chuck. Now, the stars include Joey Essex and Spencer Matthews. An E4 spokesman says anything can happen. Mike, can anything happen? Yeah, Chuck, I think anything can happen as long as what happens involves a reality star running a five-star hotel in Greece. Uh, Mike, what are your top tips for running a successful hotel? How would you keep customers happy? It's all about price, Chuck. It's more than price. You've got to... Customer service is very important. No, no, not in my neck of the woods. You've got to keep the prices low and hoover up the pubes. We really hate singing jingles. Fox TV have commissioned a new game show where humans must compete against robots to win prizes. Uh, the new show will be called Man vs. Robot. In the show, families will compete against robots in a battle for supremacy. Uh, apparently, the robots will be human-sized. That sounds a bit creepy. Them ones that walk, that they always show on the... Yeah. Yeah. They always look a bit drunk. They don't walk properly. But it's like a night out in Wigan. Whoa, whoa, I've got friends in Wigan right now. But do they look like drunk robots? The, the streets are full of autonomous <laughs> robots playing chess. They're taking over Wigan. Yeah, Pong is still very big in Wigan. Can you imagine a time when game show hosts might be replaced by robots? Do you think a robot could do a better job than Nick Knowles? I've heard that Alexa is the new host of Bullseye. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, she's got a good rapport with people. What does she look like? Because well, television is a very visual medium. Ah, uh, well, the good thing about Alexa is you get to imagine what she looks like. If you like Jane Middlemas, you could imagine she's like... I've Jim. always imagined her to look a bit like uh, Floella Benjamin. I think she looks a bit more like Liza Goddard. Who's Liza Goddard? Famous 80s actress Liza Goddard. Oh, Lisa Goddard. Liza Goddard. Let's, Let's call, call the, the whole thing, thing off. off. Do you think that robots have the potential to become evil? Microsoft PowerPoint can be a bit evil when you're in the middle of a very important deadline-based project and, and it doesn't save the macro properly. You know, the Microsoft PowerPoint is quite evil in its own way. Uh, a Fox spokesman said, viewers love robots and can't wait to see what they do next. It must be true, because I heard it on the radio. It must be true, it must be true. Former Doctor Who Christopher Eccleston has revealed that the show almost destroyed his career. Uh, the actor claims that when he quit the show in 2005, he was blacklisted by the BBC. Mike, do you think this is true? 
if it is true, I think it probably did him some good because he then went off to America and he must have had like four or five massive shows. But he's moaning about those now. you got to remember, this is a genuine northerner. This is a Salford <laughs> lad. Yeah. So in the same way as when I meet people... It is people, right to moan. Yeah, I like to complain about the pedestrianisation of um, Hanley City Centre and I can totally understand why. I like his honesty. I like the fact that he's saying, you know, they were a bit iffy to me after I left that part and I think that's absolutely fine. He's just being honest. Do you think the BBC did destroy his career, though? No. I think as time passes, showbiz anecdotes get replaced by gritty reality. Uh, you'll find that. You know, when people are being interviewed around the time of a movie or the new Pixar thing that they've supplied a voice to, they'll say, oh, it's absolutely wonderful mm. and I'm very inspired by the part. And then years later, they'll say, that was full of a right bunch of tits, that film. What do you think you'd be saying about the TV podcast in 2030? I've got a lot to say about my experience on this show, but I feel like some time has to pass before... It's like that whole Angela Rippon thing. You know, I worked with Angela Rippon mm. for, for that day. At the time, I didn't say any, anything to anyone about my experiences with Angela Rippon, but I'm prepared to talk about it now. So my question is, was Eccleston a good doctor? What does it take to be a good Doctor Who? The part is actor-proof. The whole point is is that different actors bring mm. some of themselves to it. But not or, everybody could do it. Paddy McGuinness couldn't do it. Um, no, but Paddy McGuinness is not an actor as such. I think I he's think, a star of stage and screen. He, what, what are you his agent? What are we talking about, Paddy McGuinness? Paddy's for? looking for work. That's all I'm saying. I think any any actor of a decent standard can make a decent stab at Doctor Who. A lot of it is about the writing, to be honest. If you were offered Doctor Who, would you take it? Yes. But what if you had to be a woman? Fine. I use a lot of talc. Now, Mike, you occasionally work for the BBC. Would you ever <laughs> get blacklisted? That's a good description of my BBC career. (laughs) (laughs) But do you think they could blacklist you? I've done warm-up on the one show, and Mm. I once put my timesheet in a bit late, and they were a bit nippy about that. Thank you for your uninformed opinion. Time for some American TV news. Fox TV have announced that they're going to reduce commercial breaks to only two minutes per hour by 2020. They currently run 13 minutes every hour. Mike, do you think this is going to help them compete against demand services like Netflix? Yeah, I think it's a very clever idea because if you ask somebody what they like about Netflix and Amazon, it's that it hasn't got adverts. I've never bought anything that I've seen in an advert. But it does work because you were a big star of shopping television, so it goes to show that people do buy things they watch off telly, but maybe me and you don't. I used to do them a good deal. That's, that's why I had the best deal on wash bowls in the business. Now, TV channels are also looking at ways to increase product placement to get rid of TV commercials. Coronation Street have just added a Costa Coffee and a co-op to its set. But do you think, is that taking things too far? I don't think it's anything new, product placement. I think it's good in a way. It's better than five minutes of car ads. But surely it's only a matter of time until Ken Barlow is driving down the street in the new Golf. (laughs) Just follow the rules and you won't get hurt. Moving on, ITV have commissioned a new singing talent show called Change Your Tune. Yes. In each episode, five terrible singers will be challenged to learn how to sing better in front of a live studio audience. So instead of stars in their eyes, where you go off to have your makeup done and then you come back on as Johnny Mathis, <laughs> you're going to go off yes. and you're going to come back 12 months later. They describe it as um, a time-travelling format. Yes, a time-travelling format. Yeah, which is sort of misunderstanding time travel a little bit. Time travelling doesn't involve just <laughs> sitting still, waiting for time to naturally pass, but what they mean and then you're is in that, the future. What they mean is you will come in as a bad singer 
You'll then go away for a few weeks and come back after being fully trained and you'll sound like Mariah Carey. So it's the same company that did the Davinia McCall uh, thing, isn't it, where one year later where you go yes. off and you... So they've come back with an innovative, similar show. <laughs> uh, but it's... That's TV development. The TV Podcast. <laughs>